0: Welcome to the Sal Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. It is 6-12 a.m. It is Thursday, January 16th on the East Coast, and we have a nice five-game NBA slate to break down with a good amount of injury news. Some injuries sustained last night that I want to make sure you're all caught up on and some things to keep going on back-to-backs, and then just some island games for teams where there's some players that are in doubt and question marks and maybe even ruled out. So we're going to cover all that. We're going to cover my early interests today. But before we do, I just want to say I do have Patreon-exclusive content if you're interested in my project. They will be up probably a few hours after you watch this video, eh, depending on when you watch it. They'll be up around the early afternoon, as well as I have content Um, for just different sports, PGA and NFL. And I will, yes, I announced yesterday, I will be covering the XFL on this channel as well as over on Patreon. Do me a favor if you have a Twitter. Tweet the XFL at XFL2020 and um, try and get them to acknowledge some of my tweets and answer me. I've been doing the the back ends of finding where these people work on LinkedIn and trying to contact them on Twitter. I would like to be a podcast host for this platform. Uh, To all that I know, they do not have that. And I think that would be a very huge marketing piece, especially if it's centered around Fantasy sports as well. It's just easy acquisition for customers. I'm not watching the XFL because I like a team, right? No, you're watching because you have a DraftKings lineup in there. And if that's going to be something that I can portray to them, I think it would work really well. Uh, But anyways, uh, yes, you can find all my content over there. And the XFL does start the week after the Super Bowl. Goes till the end of April. I will be covering that as well. And finally, linked up above is Fantasy Draft that you're sponsoring today's video. Rake free DFS. You're just not paying those 15 to 30% lifetime rake fees when it's all said and done. You're going to get your money over there. You're going to win more often, and you might not win the $100,000 to first, but have you won that? All the people watching this, has one person won that out of the thousands that'll see this video? So um, it is a spot where you can have your bankroll diversified in a very good portfolio, if you will, over there on Fantasy Draft. Check it out. I'll link up their lobby down below. Even if you just click the link, it'll head you over to Twitter where you can follow me if you would like, but then they take you the link to Fantasy Draft. I can't directly post the Fantasy Draft in the YouTube descriptions because you will get a flag and potentially banned from YouTube now. So With that said, you can follow me on my social media accounts. And please do hit that subscribe button. Appreciate everybody been subscribing over the past few days, been doing some giveaways. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hit that subscribe button if you get any value. So filtering this now by team right now, and I actually have to filter it right now by team. But we do have a good amount of injury news. I mean, I think there's 16 different status-slash-injury changes for a five-game slate that I listed here. And you usually don't see that many. So we're going to start in Boston, where there's a decent amount. Jason Tatum missed the front end of the back-to-back last night with an e- knee injury. I have him as questionable for tonight. And Jalen Brown, after having a nice game, the best game of any Celtic DFS-wise last night. And this was kind of foreseen um, the potentially happening. He was very cheap. And then you have Jason Tatum ruled down. That usually is going to help a guy like Jalen Brown directly. But he is uncertain with a thumb injury. It ruled him last night questionable. So... His price point is nice. Tatum continues to be the most expensive, um, the most expensive Boston Celtic, which is a little bit confusing to me. But if both of these guys are missing, you're missing two of the big four. It, it's huge for Kemba. It's huge for Gordon Hayward. Marcus Smart then starts to see a bump at does his, as does Ennis Cantor and Daniel Tice in the starting lineup. So keep an eye on that status of those Boston players. Uh, For Denver, Paul Millsap is questionable with a knee. He missed the front end of the back-to-back, and he's missed a lot of games now, so he's probably leaning more towards doubtful. Jeremy Grant will continue to start and see around 30 minutes per game. Gary Harris is going to be questionable, missed the front end of the back-to-back with an adductor. Torrey Craig started in his place. Malik Beasley saw like seven minutes off the bench. Monty Morris saw more run, but not directly because of Harris, because of this next injury, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray played through a questionable tag yesterday, then injured his ankle and left the front end of the back-to-back after being helped off the court. Monty Morris started the second half in place of Jamal Murray, and I have him as questionable right now because there's no official designation, but I would be surprised if Jamal Murray suits up less than 24 hours later after rolling his ankle and they're on a back-to-back Why take that risk. That is going to help Monty Morris if he starts the most. It's going to help Will Barton, who will take on a lot more point guard responsibilities like you saw from Barton in his years past before Murray got there. And then Nikola Jokic as well would see a bump, especially when the assist percentage comes up. For Golden State, Damian Lee, they're not playing their last game due to contract issues. He is probable today because the contract has been cleared up. This is going to hurt Ale- Ale- uh, Alec Burks and some of the other secondary options, like a Glenn Robinson, the third. Or maybe it's a second. I don't remember. Uh, for the Clippers, Paul George remains out. Kawhi Leonard is way too cheap once again at 10-1. Lou Williams price is dropping. Montreal Zahira after playing just 20 minutes in the last game his price has dropped um, and then you end up having pat beverly who's still in a fine price range all being impacted for new orleans lots of injuries once again drew holiday is out jj Redick is questionable and kendrick williams is out the main benefactors here will be brandon ingram due to drew holiday being out and lonzo ball josh hart as well to an extent although not playing great as of late and if jj Redick is out josh hart benefits as well as frank jackson and Keel alexander walker For New York, Marcus Morris is questionable. He's missed a few games now. If he is out, Kevin Knox, Damian Dotson, RJ Barrett, see a Bump, as well as Dennis Smith Jr. already being ruled out. That helps Barrett and Alfred Payton. Frank Nielakina is questionable. This again would help Alfred Payton and Barrett just get more point guard responsibilities for Barrett and stabilize Alfred Payton probably around to 32 to 33 minutes instead of 28 to 30. For Orlando, DJ Augustine is going to be questionable with a knee. Markel Fultz, Michael Carter-Williams, Terrence Ross would benefit. Uh, for also Orlando, Michael Carter-Williams is questionable with the shoulder. Um, you will have Markel Foltz who dropped a triple-double and 55 fantasy points last night. You would have um, DJ Augustine if he was to play, and Terrence Ross being impacted. And then Evan Fournier missed last night after being a game-time decision. Wes Owando started in his place here. Um, this is going to be a spot where Wes Owando, and I don't have him listed as an impacted player, but he has to be on here. Wes Owando is somebody who I've said it a couple times on the Osmo awesome broadcast. I've said it here on my channel. He is a guy who I think if he plays more, his point per minute production will come up. He's young. He's a raw talent. He's a spark athlete. He has to see the court more. You got him to play 30 minutes last night. He scored about 32 fantasy points or played 32 minutes, scored 30 fantasy points. If Augustine and Evan Fournier are out, I like Wes Wanda, who started in place. If one of them are in, they're probably going to take too much usage away from him. But he's a raw talent. He's only 32-inch on the slate. Keep an eye on Evan Fournier. Keep an eye on DJ Augustine's status that is really going to affect this entire Orlando team. And finally, Kelly Oubre, a guy who doesn't miss many games. This might be his first this year. Out with a concussion. Mikel Bridges night folks uh, McCall Bridges has been playing 30 plus minutes a night you might get 32 34 plus minutes and he's been very good on a point per minute basis Ricky Rubio will be back for Phoenix but McCall Bridges Cam Johnson might see a couple extra minutes because of the Kelly Oubre injury maybe Dario Sarge he can play at the three but they mainly play him at the four I think it's really just McCall Bridges here who is going to take over a lot of those 38 or so minutes that Kelly Oubre has been playing as of late and the 30 more four minutes that he's been playing per game this whole season we're going to get right into the early interest. We're going to skip the target off and sheet. None of the Vegas odds are out for some reason. Um, well, they are out, but the site that I use to manually put them out usually updates around three in the morning and they're still not out. So I might have to manually put them in later today, but I'm just hoping that they do that. So it saves me 10 to 15 to 20 minutes of not having to do it um, manually and just have it automatically pulled. Uh, but for right now, I'm going to factor this by... We'll go salary highest to lowest. Uh, while I'm on here, I'll link up right now. Above a little pop-up will come out, and it'll say, um, "Check out my NBA projections." You can go ahead and you can check those out if you are indeed interested in them. Um, so this is what happens over on Patreon. We have the NBA projections. I update those all day, up and through lock. If something happens at like 11 o'clock at night or 10:30 for some reason, right before a game starts, that's the only time I might not have it updated. But usually you are completely fine. that by then we usually get the news. And the reason why is I usually go to bed by 930 or 10. Um, but then also you have the PGA content over there, you have the NFL and what will be the XFL. So be sure to check that all out. There's a package where you can get all of that at a very discounted rate. It is just me. I'm an independent content creator. And this is what I love to do and play DFS. So Giannis is at the top for me. Look, there's a huge price gap from Giannis to Kawhi. Um, And this game, if there's no Jalen Brown and no Jason Tatum, might not be as close as as it should be, uh, based on where these Vegas odds are going to come in. We'll end up seeing. Um, But Giannis, and I think we might actually have the spreads, at least for these games, do. Yeah, we do. So, right now, this Boston game is coming in with Milwaukee's 8.5-point favorites. Uh, That leads me to believe that they're expecting Jalen Brown not to play and potentially Tatum. Uh, If this starts to be a a 10-point spread, yeah, it might not be as close as you would think. Um, But Giannis is going to be projected for me for around 30 minutes, which is less than he would play in a competitive game where he'll play 32 to 33 to 34 um, but 28 to 30 minutes feels good here at eleven-seven, he's too cheap in this pace uh, this pace by which is the highest pace game on the slate for me um, so I think he's fine it's just prioritizing him do you have the value and let me tell you unless we don't get any of this injury news to come out from Boston, to come out from Orlando, to come out from New Orleans, which we kind of already do waiting on JJ Redick, there's going to be a lot of value. So yes, Giannis looks good. Kawhi Leonard looks fantastic. I mean, he's averaging over 1.55, close to 1.6 fantasy points per minute this season without Paul George on the court. His pick and roll offense and ball domination and drive rates, they all go up. Hard not to like the guy um, when he starts to average close to the league highs in every single category. Nikola Jokic, I will have a lot more interest if Murray misses. You'll get a lot more assist percentage. Um, Point per minute production will increase in a good matchup against Golden State, where he'll be facing off against Amari Spellman and Willie Cauley-Stein and whoever else they try and throw at him. So uh, Jokic right now, I do prefer Kawhi Leonard. Even if Murray is out, I'll still prefer Kawhi Leonard for $500 more. But Jokic becomes a strong play. Man, Rudy Gobert has risen $9,200, and it's it's completely warranted. I mean, the guy's been close to, what, 1.4 fantasy point per minute production over the last few weeks. At 9200 I do think he's in play. He might end up being closer of, like, a cash play for me in this matchup against New Orleans. Derek Favors will be back, so it's a fine spot for him without a doubt. It, the problem is he's 9,200 and you're prioritizing him over guys like Jokic in this range, um, guys like who are below him and Devin Booker for cheaper and even Brandon Ingram. So I think you can prioritize him over those guys. I just feel a little uncomfortable doing so. When you talk about what is his actual mega ceiling, I know he just dropped 50 in the last game, but more times than not, that ceiling comes out once every seven, eight games. Otherwise, he's averaging in the 40s, which is fine for the price point. But for winning a tournament, I would like a little bit more ceiling, like a Jokic, like a Booker. I like Booker at 9,000. The price comes up. Ricky Rubio is back. But Kelly Oubre is out, who's a guy who's playing 36 to 38 minutes as of late, taking a lot of usage in point-per-minute production. You put McCall Bridges in, who's a fine replacement, but nowhere near as high as a usage guy. It means that more usage will be soaked up for two mainly Rubio and Booker. I already like him. Uh, $9,000 is way too cheap for what he's been doing as of late. Brandon Ingram, uh, questionable, but expected to play in this one. A tougher matchup, but he's 8400 He's going to keep playing those 37 minutes a game. There's no Drew Holiday. Favors his back, so that hurts his rebounding rate a little bit. Um, J.J. Reich being in or out really won't matter too much. It's going to affect the secondary guards more so. At 8400 if you were to get 37 minutes out of Ingram, and he's coming back from an injury, so keep an eye on this. Or was it wasn't an illness. I believe it was an injury. So keep an eye on this um, knee injury. Uh, It is a okay price point, and he's really the only thing in the 8K range that stands out to me. Kemba at 7,300, I like a lot more if Brown and Tatum are both out. I think Brown will definitely miss. Tatum will see on the second night of a back-to-back if they end up putting him out there. Lou Williams at 6,900 price is continuing to drop. Keep in mind, there's still no Paul George, so he will have time on the court without a Kawhi Leonard, maybe with his running mate off the bench both of them really six-man-of-the-year candidates, and Manchas Harrell. Um, So Williams at 6,900. You see a lot of things go up to point-per-minute production, goes up to like 1.2, 1.25 without any Kawhi on the floor or Paul George, and he'll have a good amount of minutes like that tonight. Will Barton at 6,800. This is a great Will Barton spot. He gets Golden State. If there is no Jamal Murray, he'll be playing. If he plays 35 minutes tonight. Probably 15, maybe even more as a point guard. Nice spot for Will Barton, who is point guard small forward eligible, could fit into almost all the spots in your lineup, but only will like him if Murray is out, and probably even if Harris is out. Harris will probably get some point guard responsibilities. Will take those away from Barton when he's on the court, but not too much. I think they will prioritize Barton over Harris if that ended up being the case. If there was no Murray for Boston, also Gordon Hayward at 6,400, way too cheap. Yeah, the matchup against Milwaukee isn't fantastic, but you're going to tell me that guy going to play 35 minutes today with his point per minute production without Tatum and Brown going up to close to like 1.15, 1.2? Yeah, that's a pretty much a smash spot at 6,400. Aaron Gordon coming off a 38 minute game. I doubt you see that much more in a back to back, but. If there's no Fournier, there's already no Isaac. If there's no Augustine, they're just short bodies and, and realistic bodies. And now a matchup against the Clippers without Paul George. I imagine they're going to gun for this and try and win it. Power forward. He started out last night with a Wando with the three. You can rush him as a small forward at just 6,000. I'm going to project him for 32 minutes. He's going to project out for 32 or so fantasy points. It's a fine spot. And yet you can get those ceiling spike games out of him with point per minute production up and the minutes with all these guys injured for Orlando pat bev is still a very fine option in the 5k range gonna play his 32 or so minutes without um, paul george out there Terrence ross's price is up so keep an eye on this he's now 5300 this is expensive for a guy who i'll project for like 26 to 28 minutes against the clippers which is still a tough matchup against the likes of pat bev and, and Kawhi um, and even lou williams but i'm only going to like Terrence ross if fournier and augustine are out if fournier is back well that's 32 34 minutes back into the rotation that ross can't squeak into um, and then if Augustine is back as well, or even if just one of them are back, Augustine's probably going to play 28 to 30 minutes in his return. So keep an eye on that. At this price point for Ross, I'm not as interested. But if those guys are both out, yeah, Ross is going to play 28 minutes. And when he's on the court, he's going to be the highest usage player, more than likely outside of maybe Vooch. Um, Amari Spellman and Alec Burks are the guys from Golden State that I would look at. They're both secondary options. Burks is really just a price play. His price is now below 5k for the first time in a while. And he's still getting the minutes. Like you can, I'll probably project him for 28 today, maybe up to 30. The matchup is absolutely brutal. But if there's no Murray and Harris today, well, the matchup gets a lot better. So at 4,900, it's a price play. I will only have interest. I have a lot more interest if Harris is out. One of the best on ball. um, Numbers two shooting guard defenders in the entire league. And then if Jamal Murray's out, even better. Amari Spellman, tough matchup, but there's no Mahal Millsap. Better matchup against Jeremy Grant. Tough matchup against Jokic, of course. 4,800. The price point has decreased by, I believe, 500 to $700 since the last game. It is not great here by any means, but it seems like he's still getting the minutes. I'll project him for 26 and he'll look okay. McCall Bridges seems like one of the better value plays at 4,500. I mean, he's already playing in the mid-20s and minutes. Now I can securely project him for probably around 32 minutes without Oubre today. And honestly, they're probably not going to go out there and give Cam Johnson 25 minutes. So you might be able to project McCall Bridges or at least envision him realistically getting around 34, 35 minutes today at 4,500 on a five-game slate. That's hard to ignore. I do prefer him over this next guy who's his same price in Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis, you're banking on Mitchell Robinson foul trouble. Robinson only played 18 minutes in the last game and got five fouls. It led to Bobby Portis playing 27 minutes and having a fantastic night. So you're getting a lot more security and a lot more upside. And the smarter plays definitely bridges because if there's no foul trouble for Mitchell Robinson, and it probably happens like half the time, 50% of the time in these games for Robinson, But if there's no foul trouble, Portis probably plays 20 to 22 minutes, scores somewhere around that many fantasy points. Um, But McCall Bridges playing 35 minutes is probably going to score 30 fantasy points, something like that in your projections. Monty Morris, if there's no um, Jamal Murray, is also a fantastic play. So you can see where the value is. You already have McCall Bridges. Monty Morris, if Jamal Murray, who again got helped off the field or get helped off the court yet last night because of a rolled ankle, probably not going to play tonight. Morris at 4,400 becomes a great play in this matchup against Golden State. Frank Jackson, I like a lot more if J.J. Reddick is out. You'll get mid-20s and minutes for Frank Jackson at just 4,000. Michael Porter Jr., remember he was chalky a couple weeks ago or a week or two ago? Look, I'm only going to like him if Murray and Harris are out. With Harris out last night, they were just gave the start to Tory Craig. Porter Jr. was going to see a little bit more run, but not a ton. Then when Murray went out, Porter Jr. saw a lot more run because they were down short two bodies. I mean, Those two bodies averaged for close to 68, 70 minutes a game. Uh, so the second half, you need to fill in, uh, more Monty Morris, but then also more Michael Porter Jr. Just for a rotational run. He's 3,600 and a good matchup against Golden State. He probably only gets that extended run if both Murray and Harris are out. I'm expecting Murray to be out. So just keep an eye on Harris. And then finally, Wes Wando, just 3,200 played 32 minutes, scored thirty two thirty 30 fantasy points in the last game. And that was mainly because Evan Fournier was a game-time decision and missed. Now on the second night of a back-to-back, keep an eye on it. If Evan Fournier and DJ Augustine miss, I will have interest in Awandu. If one of them is in, I will not. If they both miss, I expect another 30-plus minutes from Awandu. And at 3,200, that's kind of hard to ignore, even if he was only to get you 22 fantasy points. So that's what I'm at right now. This is the five game slate. I do appreciate you tuning in to this video. I like keeping them kind of shorter so we didn't have the Vegas odds for the target offense sheet to go off of. Uh, there's just some spreads out there, but I will appreciate it um, if you guys hit that subscribe button. And I will be posting the projections for the NBA slate today, updating them throughout the day over on Patreon later. This is a nice five game slate. I do like this. You have good value, you can get up to Giannis. You have a nice mid range as well with the Boston injuries and the Orlando injuries currently, and even New Orleans. So check all of the stuff out that I have on Patreon for all the different sports. The PGA podcast will go up today um, for the um, for the, um, the pro-am that is this weekend, the American Express. It is a very bad tournament, so it'll be fun to, you can't even watch it for 80% of the time because of these three courses and two of them don't have it. But anyways, nobody really cares about that. Thank you so much. Be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well. And if you're on Twitter, at the XFL2020 and say, hey, Salve your DFS would be a good podcast. And we would listen to that. Because I think if we get more people and more attraction to that, there's not a lot of people trying to become the the podcast host of the XFL right now. And I think it would be one, fun, a ton of fun to do, but two, uh, very, very good and beneficial for them as well as myself. So thank you. I do appreciate it. Have a great, great, great rest of your Thursday and peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.